Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Z Podcast, um, brought to you by Genrise Media. It's me, Ashley, again. Um, you know what? I just realized, no matter what I'm talking about uh, every episode, even though this is a, this is the second one, you know, I, I sound really enthusiastic. Hmm. Interesting. I might actually be a good bearer of bad news. Okay. Anyways, so... Today, I'm going to be talking about movies and specifically black films because, um, you know, everyone's a film connoisseur by now. We've all been binging shows and and movies, so I'm sure we're all film connoisseurs and we've all seen every movie in the world by now. So that's that's nice. Um, So I sort of got involved with the film world uh, or just started really liking movies um, last year in my senior year of high school when I took a film class. Shout out to my film teacher. Okay. (laughs) So the first movie we we watched in that class was um, La La Land and I just, I fell in love. Like the cinematography was gorgeous. Um, The scenes were picturesque. The acting was amazing. Uh, Ryan Gosling, need I say more? Um, and the soundtrack, oh my god, the soundtrack, I could bop to the soundtrack any damn day of the week, any day of the week, I love every song on that soundtrack, except Audition, I do not like Audition, except when I'm in the mood, um, so yeah, I really, really, really fell in love with La La Land, and I was like, ooh, me and movies, besties, right now, um, so yeah, so that was one big, that was my, that became my favorite movie, and it still is, um, so then my favorite show I actually found uh, in quarantine. I, I watched The Crown in like June and I've been obsessed ever since. Um, Claire Foy, I love you. Um, and it was just, it was like an acting masterclass. And I just, I love those um, two so much. So if you guys have noticed anything about that show and that movie, it's that there's no black people in it or it's predominantly white yeah i say predominantly white because um john legend is in la land but he's in it for like five minutes so we don't talk about that um but yeah and that's something that i realized too and it's a little alarming to me um so i thought you know what is this why are all my favorite movies or, or TV shows, um, why do none of them star black people? Why is it that, you know, all of my favorites have a predominantly white cast? And then I just felt overcome by this just horrible guilt. And I was like, oh my gosh, if my ancestors are listening to me right now, they'll just, or paying attention to me, like I, I've let them down. And I just imagined they were sitting back like, really girl, really? Not the show about the colonizers. Come on now. The show about the colonizers. Really? Um, So yeah, that was a difficult moment of guilt. Um, So I wrestled with that, you know, for a while. And and I I still have my off moments sometimes when I think about that. And I just feel really bad. Um, But then I sort of had this epiphany. I don't remember where it was. But it really was like an epiphany because I was standing there and then all of a sudden like the light bulb was on for my head and I was like oh my gosh I get it now and I was like the reason why my favorite shows and movies like all have white people 
and and you know like they don't have you know people who look like me is because these movies that you know have these white casts they're so they're so varied they have so many themes to them they have so many different plot lines whereas when i look at my the movies that have um predominantly black casts it's all about the struggles of being a black person and i don't know about for y'all but for me movies are an escape i love watching movies i love immersing myself in in them just watched um enola holmes suddenly want to go you know run away to the european countryside we'll be doing that eventually you know whatever um which i guess is another example of you know movies i like that have predominantly white casts um but yeah so i was like oh my gosh so i I can't feel bad about this because i have every right to feel like this you know why would i want to watch a movie that keeps reminding me how hard it is to be black you know i i'm 18 years old i i know this like i've i live this i know how difficult it is like i don't want to keep why would i want to keep looking at that why would i want to keep running to that as opposed to running away from that um and to run away from that i watch movies that feature people who do not look like me as unfortunate as it is and so it was kind of like a really oh moment um so i don't know if any of you feel like that but that definitely helped me and i sort of figured that out um so yeah it's just it's really just unsettling that you know there's such a limited amount that black films can be or do like just think to yourself how many slavery movies are there how many movies are there where black people are uh wrongly accused of rape or i'll trigger warn this because there is i didn't mention rape um but you know how many how many are there it's like they don't get tired of this you know it's really funny to me for people who a society that doesn't like to acknowledge how disadvantaged it disadvantaged it's left um you know black people in general they really do like to make movies about it which is quite strange to me (laughs) so yeah there's that um yeah and it's just uh, just thinking about it you know how often do we see a black you know for shits and giggles movies movie like never like i i genuinely cannot think of one like i i don't know one i really don't because there's always 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 regardless of how small it is it always has to do with the struggle of being a black person that's always a component in it always like it's like that's never an an if like it 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 is in there and i guess i appreciate that because um as lisa doris alexander said from her book expanding the black film canon um you know it sort of makes us out or it shows that we are multifaceted human beings you know we have we have i don't want to oh i was about to say human elements no i'm sorry um we have you know we deal with struggle and we deal with um regular things that regular people go through you know just like regular problems but right now it really it feels like we uh, it feels like the film industry is forgetting you know we don't just have this one component we do have personalities it's not just about struggling 
my personality does not scream oh i'm a black person life is hard no it doesn't because no i don't do that i don't know a damn person who does either i don't think people like that exist yeah um so right now the film industry is really focusing on that or it's really caught up in that idea of us just sort of lamenting the fact that being black is hard as opposed to taking you know our skin color and pride and going through everyday life as normally as everyone else does and I would love to see a movie that did not have uh, being black or the struggles that come with it as its center. Um, so I guess to give you guys some examples um, of movies like that. Um, so my very, very favorite movie that, that does have, if not, no, there there's one or two white people in that movie. Um, uh, it has a predominantly white or black cast. It's called If Beale Street Could Talk. Ooh, I love that movie. It's, ooh, the cinematography is chef's kiss. Barry Jenkins, he went to church on that movie. He he said, no, I will bless you guys. And he did, and he did. Um, and it was awesome and it's beautiful. But the main plot line and the main theme is that the main character, uh, Fawny, gets wrongfully accused of rape. That's the 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 movie dealing with rape that I was discussing earlier um yeah so that's so the, the movie is basically um his fian fiance uh Tish and her family trying to figure out a way to prove his innocence and I won't spoil it for those who want to watch um but yeah that ending was rough it was it was rough I I cried for a long time that's a rough ending and but it's it's beautiful though and it's it's awesome it's amazingly made but it does have black struggle in it and that's the main point of it so in this beauty and in this in in these captivating you know breathtaking scenes uh that they a lot of the scenes like focus on on the characters faces and, and they sort of have them doing like these slow motion movements and it's just like and the music playing and it all just comes together so wonderfully you know all of that makes it really does sort of like grip you and it, it it is really i'm not gonna say draining because that that movie is draining actually but i guess in a good way because it's beautifully done so it's a beautiful way to have you know your heart drained and whatnot but yes it is another it it, it did um actually no it, it got snubbed at the oscars i believed but it, it did receive critical acclaim, but it was another one of those, you know, one of the few black movies that, you know, did receive cl- critical acclaim, but it did happen to revolve around uh, the struggle of being a black person. So that, you know, wasn't awesome. And maybe that's a directorial, di- directorial, uh, preference um it it seems like barry jenkins you know has a um a fondness for talking about how difficult black life is and and that's perfectly fine because it does need to be talked about you know it does need to be acknowledged it does need to be spoken about but it's just i would love and and 
I think I speak for, you know, my generation and, and the future generations and this present generation. I would love to just have a movie that's just for shits and giggles or just a show like like Sex in the City. I want one like that. But show me these beautiful black women or beautiful black women. It's a bit redundant because, you know, we just are. Um, show me black women living their lives not being stopped by police officers you know not having to worry about i don't know uh the drug trade not having it you know encompass or or envelop every facet of their lifestyle you know let them be as alexander said multifaceted beings you know the like the film industry just it it took this notion of or i guess it took the rallying cry that we've had of you know how difficult or or our attempts to make the world see that you know being a black person in any sort of society is difficult it took that and it ran with it and it said nope we're not accepting any other narratives we're just taking that one that just the one not taking anything else and it's been like that for a long long time and it's time to change and it is time and and now is definitely the time to do that because while we're out here you know the black lives matter protests have uh, about damn time um gained international um attention and there's heightened awareness about you know the struggles of black people so while you know it's allowed for this idea of reform and 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 that reform isn't just limited to uh, prisons and police, you know, it, it has to definitely start there or the the laws or education, you know, and making sure that black students are have the same opportunities to succeed as their white counterparts. It extends to representation. You know, it is we we deserve that much. We deserve to see ourselves in movies that don't have some ulterior motive trying to show that, you know, or some, some, we deserve meaningless movies. I guess that's the best way to put it. I want a movie that is just about being a young person. Like that's just what I, that's, that's what I want. And I want it to have uh, I want the a black person to be the lead. That's what I want. I want that. I would like that. A meaningless movie, a shit movie. I don't care if it gets 2.5 stars. I do not care. Just a bunch of those. And I, I would love to see those churned out because it's it's so limited in scope. And it's so overwhelmingly limited in scope that... It's like you you find yourself turning to these other movies just because they have options that, you know, uh, black or um, people of color dominated casts don't really get to explore. And so I was like, no wonder I'm turning to The Crown and I'm turning to La Land. It's so good to see people do something, I guess, other than, I don't even want to say what you're living, but it's like, what you know it's it's like i want to see black cast be able to dream in color and not just have it be a blank canvas that's all about struggling and, and all about 
the difficulties that entails. And I think we can do it. And I really do think that, you know, the time is now. We're reforming, we're changing, we're at home. So we have time to think about this shit and, and we have time to work it out. And we have time to go back, you know, with the, the film industry. It's also everyone's kind of taking a step back. So while we're all taking a step back, while we're thinking, while we're listening, and while we're watching, I want, I would love everyone to just take notice of what is severely missing, severely lacking, um, which is the film industry's ability to keep up with the idea that black people don't only deal with being black. And I just, I want everyone to get to work, you know? So I guess that's my call to battle um to end the podcast um so you see there it is that that laugh i was being a little enthusiastic about this and this topic's a little grimy so but anyways thank you guys so much for listening um i think this is gonna be uh the first part of a sort of series encompassing black films because there is so much to talk about regarding them um the next part of the series will be talking about um everyone's favorite trope the token black girl because there is so much to say about her um so we'll sort of we'll get into that um and i guess that's it for me today so thank you guys so much for listening again and happy whatever day you're listening to this on bye